Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, friend. Tim, that's you. Oh, it's me. I know. Think highly of yourself, man. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so kind. Yeah. I thought you were talking to our one dear libertarian no, listener. No, no, They'll give their hello later on. This one's just for you. What a long and storied relationship we've had with that one person. Wow. Were they to stop listening, Tim? I don't think either you or I know what we do with ourselves. We just have these conversations off the record. I think, did, did you tell me about that guy who was playing snooker as a podcast until nobody was listening? Uh, yeah. I think it's Richard Herring, who's a British comic and um, podcasting maverick. And, and I, again, don't remember the particulars, but he was trying to shake off the entirety of his audience. <laughs> he was just releasing episodes of the sounds of him playing snooker or pool or something, uh, and he wasn't going to stop until there were zero listeners. I don't think you'd – that's a really fascinating sort of psychological challenge and gauntlet that you've laid down because surely people will drop off, but yeah. there'll be um, – It's like a – is it a parabola where it never quite hits yeah, zero? Like exactly. it'll half and half and half and there'll half, be, but it'll um, zero. There'll be completionists and they'll, there'll be um, sort of – I don't know what the word is – trolls, I guess, who yeah. quite simply will not give up for the sport of it. Monty – We've completed another season of the podcast. Oh, wow. I know. It's interesting, isn't it? Because it doesn't necessarily feel like it, but it, we well, have. No, we have. We watched damn near, how many did we get through? 44-ish? Emmanuel's yeah, almost 45? half a ton. Almost half a ton of porn. And then biffed a James Bond in for good measure. Yeah. And now we're, well, now you and I sat outside your house. That's right. In the... Beating sun, currently yeah. slightly obscured by a cloud. We've both got a cold, frosty one in our hand. I and thank you deeply for not mentioning the brand. That's right. And we've spent um, probably the last hour or so just shooting the shit yeah. off the mic. That's right. This friendship transcends MP3 formatting. It, it felt fucked up, to be honest. It felt <laughs> like we were cheating on ourselves and our audience. 
by doing that. And I will ensure that it will never happen again. Okay. Well, you got, do you know? Do you know one thing we didn't discuss? What is what the hell either of us have been doing? Yeah. What have you been? <laughs> we can say what we were doing, like just now. Should we just no, p- no, no, be no, straight what, up? Not what we were. Do- I mean, we were talking about podcasting. We were talking about podcasting. Everybody, we're what, making plans. That, the boys are making plans. That came at the cost of us talking about what we're both doing in our own lives. Yeah, man. Um, had a baby, being a, yeah. a father. I know. I couldn't believe that. We're, we're just a couple of dads now. I came over here and I was totally, my jaw dropped I, I at was, the sight of your infant son. I was putting a baby into a sling to weigh our our infant on some luggage scales. Nice, One of those dude. handle ones. That's, that's all a baby is, is luggage. Which seems uncouth. But the reason we were doing it is because there's a system in New Zealand called Plunkett that like really look after new parents and take all the measurements, make sure your baby's not fucked up. But they're like off the job right now because of the lockdown. So we've taken medicine to our own DIY hands. Yeah. And uh, the baby, for those of you keeping score at home, uh, 6.1 kilos. Yes. <laughs> Don't have it in pounds, but by all accounts, a healthy baby. Let me get that in Imperial, actually. Um, um, how have you been going, Guy? I've just been weighing my baby. What have you been up to? Uh, what have I been doing? I spent a lot of time pretending to be a pupil at school this morning for Olive, <laughs> who was my teacher. And um, how'd you do? I was naughty. Were you? I kept being told off for being too cheeky. Yeah. And uh, you know, Olive is um, she's she's fun to play with, but she's got pretty rigid rules and regulations. And if you don't abide them, that's going to bother her. Is she a bit of a disciplinarian? Did you sort of? Uh, did you get any she repercussions? Is. She, but do you know what? The disciplinarian in her is literally just mirroring back the disciplinarians that are around her, which is, I suppose. Some of the time, me. <laughs> and so it's probably an exercise in positive power, letting Olive tell me to stop being a little shit. My words. Um, and then do you know what else I did today, Tim? You're not going to believe this. Go on. I hit a tiny hard white ball around nine beautifully mown oh, patches you, of grass. I mean, it's a, it's a cricket shirt that you've got on technically, but like it's built for golf. You well, look it's, like you're in golf attire. I, I literally, I have decided... As a man in my mid thirties, yeah, um, to give it a go, you can take the private school out of you can fuck. Take, you oh can t- god damn well, it! You, you can you can take the private school and you can bank it because that's where I went yeah. and that's who I'm becoming. Now golf looks like a lot of fun. I'd like to get involved. It was uh, actually a very soothing experience, and I played with a pool? guy. No, I was meant to go with our friend Paul. He rolled his ankle on the oh, golf yeah, on the golf course I yesterday. Spoke to him the other day, yeah. But he'd set us up with a third, and so I went and played golf with a guy called Jimmy, who I only know a little bit. Yeah, lovely guy, awesome. Recent dad, it rocks. Um, interesting life. And if anyone's still curious, thirteen point four five pounds. So to the mailbag, I reckon. I couldn't agree more, Tim. And um, I'll go first because, well. <laughs> I want to. Yeah, sick. Now, this um, this you is say a message. I'll go first. Yeah, this is a message saying... from November fourteenth. Okay, pretty recent. He's ready, everybody. and it's not necessarily for the friend zone, but I definitely think it's for Tim and Guy. Okay, okay, but please tell me you guys are going to watch the new Sex in the City. Okay, but please on the spot. Yeah, have to. Okay, there right? you go. Don't you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I was going to watch it for fun. I didn't really think about it professionally. Um, no, dude, come on. Yeah. It, come on it, now. It, it, it literally has to be done. It must be. When is that release date? And who I don't gets, know. Who gets HBO Max shows in New Zealand? Neon, I think. That Shouldn't mention sense. brand names, but um, not for any legal reason. It's because I want to. Have you seen? Have you watched the trailer? Money. You must have. We got peppered with that thing. Of course. What do you think? It's it's just a big Samantha-sized hole in the thing, isn't there? Yeah. You know. Absolutely gaping. Or actually, what I thought was, um, uh, you know, just to be silly, I was like, oh, Samantha's black now. Which is how it's presented. It's like, here are the four gals you fell in love with over 20 years. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Kim Cattrall's Kim Cattrall not here. And there's another person I've never seen before in my life who they're just presenting alongside. Kim Cattrall is in a better place. And you don't know what <laughs> it is? <laughs> not on set yeah. with SJP. Probably Los Angeles. Uh, release date, it says here in the UK, where we don't live, Thursday the 9th of December. So... I guess Thursday 9th of December. That's so soon. Yeah, I guess they're going for that uh that holiday market. First episode title? Gone. Hello, it's me. <laughs> Directed by Do you want to know something? Hello, it's me is fucking perfect Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. Like there's no uh new information. There is nothing to um, titillate or interest me, but it's like, hey, guess what? Guess what this yeah. is about? Me, the person you know talking, you know Carrie what? Bradshaw, absolute pig. That's enough. That's enough for for me personally. Carrie Bradshaw showing up and saying, "Hey, yeah. it's me." That's enough of a hook for me to think. Okay, what are you going to tell me? I'll bet you I know who it's about. Is B- Biggs in it? Eh? Was Big in the trailer? Biggs in it. Biggs in it. I remember watching a disgruntled cameo that Chris Noth recorded, where he wasn't sure if he was going to get the call up. And then I watched the trailer, and I thought, "Good for you, Chris Noth." Wow. <laughs> he could be doing other shit. I'm surprised Chris Noth hasn't shown up in the office. I've, I'm at almost the finish line of the American Office now. He's, he wasn't there. Yeah, I don't know why I expected him to be there, but they they threw oh. they've thrown a lot of people in this final two seasons. I say good for him. Ryan writes, you guys gave me PTSD. Timbo and Guy Guy, I have to thank you both. I was in the supermarket just now, minding my own, and what song came on the overhead speakers? Of course, it was True Colors by the talented Cindy Lauper. I've never once watched Sex in the City 2 or actively listened to any of her songs, but you better imagine after listening to the two of you sing the aforementioned song week after week, I had vivid and unpleasant flashbacks. I just wanted to let you know, I just wanted you oh, to know that I have that you've had a direct impact on my mental health. That being said, love you, brave boys. <laughs> if this gets read at all... That, that, there was no sort of um, indication of which way the wind was blowing with respect to our impact on this person's mental health. Oh, the subject of the email was you gave me PTSD, so okay. I think bad. Anyway, that is from Ryan Bray. Thanks, Your Ryan. Response to that? Do you hear that song come on at any time and gives you shivers down the spine? No, I will say when I hear The Talented, I immediately think Mr. Ripley. Oh, yeah. Um, and the main talent that guy had was... Gaslighting? No, it was mostly, I guess, identity theft and getting away with murder. It's gaslighting. Is it? Has gaslighting not been co-opted to mean like... 
Surely that's like the most extreme more, gaslighting more you can do. Low end psychological manipulation. Yeah, I feel like murder is a strata <laughs> above <laughs> gaslighting. I was more gravitating towards the identity theft component. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I bet no one expects to get murdered generally by the talented Mister Ripley. So he's tricked them into a false sense of security. Yeah, yeah. He's well. I mean, you know, it's fucking the clues in the title. He's a he's a talent, all right. Um, Imagine now, if it turned out he was just like really good at the violin. They had that as the final beat of the movie. <laughs> Incidentally, he killed people and stole identities to live out this sort of fantasy that he was not born into. But the talent actually lay in his uh, <laughs> violin playing. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, because he, he, he was sort of a mimic. He could mimic certain attributes and I suppose I mean there's no guarantee that that would follow to instruments but pitch perfect like having a pitch perfect yeah. deer maybe that's a form of mimicry, yeah, yeah. mimicry? Is maybe you could watch someone play a violin and then he could play a violin you know you hear about people who are like they 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 go become unconscious often it might be in a car crash or something just watch the sparrow fly into your garage oh, the sparrow's going to have a bad time I know it's going to be so distressing for that sparrow it'll get out though that door's pretty big They'll figure it out. In Come that on, Sparrow. He's headed for the mop bucket now. Figure it out, man. How often do you use that mop? Um, I used it about six days ago. Cleaned mop. the whole house. Honestly? Yeah. More recent than I thought. Yeah. Nothing but respect for my king. That's not like a regular six-day rotate. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. I just got lucky on when you asked. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's all by the by. I've forgotten where we were. I've got a message here. Hi, Ty and Gim. I ain't going to fuck around. Okay, great. All right. Let's get this fucking George Lazenby's ex-wife. Yes. Pam Shriver. Okay. Is the fourth cousin of Marie Shriver. Fourth. I mean. Ex-wife of Arnold Schwarzenegger and by proxy, mother of the man you have painted on your bodies. Just thought it was a spooky link found by me on such a spooky day. This message was sent on... um, well, it says because of our time zone, the 1st of November, but you've got to imagine this is a US author and they send it on Halloween. Oh, the spookiest message of all. Oh, no. Keep out the best wishes. Uh, keep out the fabulous week and best wishes from Ireland. So all of that in an Irish accent, I guess. Could you read it again in an Irish accent, please? Hi, Toy and Gim. I ain't going to fuck around. George Lazenby's ex-wife Pam Shriver is the fourth cousin of Marie Shriver, ex-wife of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and by proxy mother of the man you have painted on your bodies. Just thought it was a spooky link found by me on such a spooky day. <laughs> Keep up the fabulous work and best wishes from Ireland. Oh, I'm so sorry to... Everyone? Yeah. <laughs> it's a great Carlo Ritchie joke. He says, so I'm bisexual. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I've got a message here, guys. Yep. It's for you and me. And it's from Sarah. Sarah writes... Hello, Glittery Tim and Flashy Guy. This is more of a follow-up email, so it's entirely your call whether you read this on the friend zone. So, what do you say, Guy? Read it. You sure? You've given me pause for reflection, but I'm going to stick to my guns and say read it. Okay. But if you do, just call me Sarah, and my last name is now a secret, we three share. It's Sarah who wrote the big Grown Ups 2 plus Sex in the City 2 Mashup plot sketch from Friendzone 115. Who could forget the halcyon days of Friendzone 115? And I'm sorry this is late, but due to life things in a podcast catch-up, I only realized I somehow got on the Friendzone today. 
Anyway, I'm glad you two enjoyed this. I have some points to follow up. Number one, I'm currently on season three of your wonderful show, and if it helps what might be the Pixar theory of this podcast without breaking law, the concert the kids get captured at is Summerfest. I see. This is um in her mytho- in her yeah. fan fiction. Yeah, the grown ups' kids get trapped at a concert, and the concert that they get trapped at trapped at is oh fucking Zuccoli's on the main of, stage. Yeah. So there's, Jesus, there's thank you so much. More intellectual properties are colliding here. Now that I think of it, there's an interesting duality between Gold Star Realty Solutions and Silver Shiv. Page and Shiv. Who's Shiv? <laughs> All I can Shiv. think of. Shiv is succession. Yeah, I know, but it's... they say Waystar? No, no, no. Gold Star Re- uh, uh, Realty Solutions. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah, Page. That's, yeah, yeah. Shiv. Fuck. Page and Shiv could be rivals. Maybe Shiv is secretly, is secretly that James from The Feelers. I don't want to be the sole authority of the law here. So that's left as an exercise for you and the fans. That's going to fuck me up. Ah, I'm trying to think of who Shiv is. Point two. Tim pointed out that I abandoned the boy king of rats, Brady. Oil hail the good, good boy king, Brady. I apologize for this law hole. <laughs> I like that. However. <laughs> a law hole is a really good euphemism for a crime. <laughs> L-O-R-E in this uh, I I guess as much. Case. However, I don't want to be the only one who can build on what I already made. And I do like Tim's idea of Brady using rats to do things in the background. And maybe it's implied that he used rats to do things very conspicuously and everyone wants to call some sort of attention to it. But it's visibly fearful because only they know that if they do, Brady will unleash his wrath on them, and it will be regrettable. Point three. Once again, I'm glad you two like this very... <laughs> that sounds sarcastic yeah. when I read it. I'm going to retake that. No, 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 no. Okay, I'll go even it's further. now sarcastic. Once again, I'm glad you two <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the very detailed and silly thing I impulsively wrote. I will be in Boston for the next five years. <laughs> what? So, I don't know why you're being so sarcastic about that. If either of you happen to be in the area, I owe you each one coffee and a pastry as tokens of our friendship. Great. Point four. Thanks for doing what you do. Really. I don't know what Emmanuel is yet or what other challenges or opportunities you face now, but I can only wish you health and the best of luck. Take care, you too. Sarah. Sarah, That's Sarah's last name, so it is genuinely a secret for the three of us. It's a belter. It is. It's one of the greats. You'd love to read it. But look at the first two letters and then think about it. Just think about it. You know? Yeah, I don't know what you're thinking, but I've got my own thoughts. i got something for you. Mm -hmm. Monty. Hello. Incorrect. I'll try again. Monty. Tell your co-host that maybe I'd say his name if he'd acknowledge the small donation I sent your way to cover some of the cost of having to cancel all your shows. Granted, it wasn't a fifth of an MPK like that wonderful person recently donated, but if I remember my fractions from school, it's one twenty-fifth, and that's not nothing. Plus, I included a friendly message to you both with it. 
Also, I wanted to let you know I'm stoked to download your show from Bandcamp, but I'm going to wait until this Friday, November 5, because Bandcamp will give you all the money. Damn, I wish I knew about that at the time. <laughs> so while I have to be patient, it'll earn you a few extra bucks. My boy Ben is stoked to give it a listen too. I hope Jacinda lets you guys out soon, but not other people, especially those whose <laughs> name starts with a T and ends in an M. They should maybe just be locked down forever. Big love from Toronto, and as always, say my name, but take a guess at my middle name too. Chris? No, nah, don't it, give me the last name. I'm going to guess the middle name first. Okay. Do we actually have the correct answer? No. Ah, oh, well then it's... What was the first name again? Chris. Oh, I thought it say. So. I reckon it's... um. I reckon it's Arthur. Chris Arthur. Yeah. Chris Arthur Schreier. I think it's um, Greg. Gregory or just Greg? Just Greg. Chris Greg Schreier. No, it's got a horrible rhythm to it, that name. Hey, I'm Chris Greg Schreier. Yeah, it's like it's you're really, having... It's really nasty. There's, there's too many... Uh, they're not glottal stops, but it's like a stop down at the end of each one. Back when I um, performed live, sometimes I'd do a disgusting sort of medium called improv. And uh, it's interesting when you do it, like you, the, the names that you bestow upon the people you're performing with come in waves. And there was about two years where every woman was Margaret and every man was Greg. <laughs> and Olive loves getting, she loves playing visitor, especially because in a lockdown we have no visitors. So yeah. she's always like, God, that's yeah, I know. <laughs> she's like, pretend you're a visitor. Pretend I'm a visitor. And every time that there's visitor, you need to come up with a name. And so I've been trying to like, you know. Not think of Greg? Just deepen the arsenal of uh, names I have available to me mm-hmm. at the top of my head. And I've made it to Ian. Ian's pretty solid. I know. Because it's like, the thing is. Ian's kind of a, a weird kind name. kind of an unlikely name. Like it's common. I know a few Ian's. Do but, you? Yeah, but it's like <sighs> I can only think of one Ian that I know personally. There's a few different ways to spell it too. Yeah, the Ian I've got in my mind is I A I N. I'm sorry, what? Oh no! And I used to have a boss. Vowels. It's called Ian, which was E O I N. Which is even more vowels. I wonder if we need more stuff going on in our lives. Though. I feel like lockdowns. <laughs> no, no, taking no, no, a toll. No. We're cruising. You want to know something fucked up, guy? We're cruising, baby. A dude called Logan gave us forty-seven dollars US. Logan Roy, silly two hundred and fifty limited a... fi- word limited field. I will email you my message. Say my first name now, <laughs> or in the email. I like this guy. All right. Well, you're going to love the message. Subject line, a transmission to accompany my nice donation. Dear Tim, the digital tool man Taylor and Guy Williams. Fuck <laughs> you. Longish listener, first-ish time caller. I often listen at work and boy, it's sometimes... And boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> All right. Great message. Thank you. Sometimes I've it's got very hard not to laugh <laughs> and distract my work colleagues. Little do they know I'm basically listening to porn. I hope you enjoyed this very nice at the time of writing donation. Wait, it wasn't 69. And part of it was 69. Hold on. Let me check that amount again. What was it? $47. 
Oh, yeah, that probably is about 69 NZ, eh? Mm. Yeah, fuck. We've got a Kiwi boy in our midst. Midst. Um, tried to go to your comedy festival shows, but only booked tickets to two. Tim, your show was good, but admittedly, I was stoned. So I had to keep stopping myself from trying to answer your rhetorical questions. <laughs> oh, no. The best host of all time was also good, and I very much enjoyed the beep test. It certainly is a lot easier when you don't have to run so far. Go figure. Sorry, guy. I forgot to book for your show. I'm so- sure it was also good. Well, dude, buy it on Bandcamp. Fucking figure it out for yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. Link in the show notes. I am also a fellow Grayland resident. I semi-often see Tim or his wife with Rufus and Grayland Park never together, however. And then there's an emoji here. And I don't know what the emoji is, but it's like a guy with a hat. I reckon it's the cheeky monkey one with its hands over its mouth. Can like, you did see, I say that? Can you see that? Oh, that's a, like is, a private eye. It's what a detective. It's a child detective. Why is there an emoji of a child detective? <laughs> that kid is on the hunt <laughs> for answers. Oh, God. I have not said hello. Is You usually have headphones in, so I assume you must be listening you know what, to a Tim? podcast. You do usually have headphones in. I'd recommend the worst idea of all time. <laughs> I've heard it's funny. And then there's another emoji. This one is a winking smiley face. Pro tip. I walk my dog there at 10 p.m. a lot in winter because all the rugby people are gone. I've only been scared to death twice. (laughs) You don't need to be scared by people playing rugby. I would also highly recommend you spend your newfound wealth at La Mexicana in Grayland Shops. If you haven't been there yet, it is very, very, very tasty. Sorry, guy. Haven't tried any of your... Potty sandwich recommendations as I am gluten-free and gluten-free bread in New Zealand is not good. Can you remind me what this person's name is? Logan. Hey, Logan, what the fuck is your problem with me, dude? Go off. Well, I put on a show in the festival. Logan forgets to book. I talk at length about sandwiches I enjoy. Logan decides. In the city he lives. Yeah. Uh, not to even chance his arm on whether or not they have gluten-free options because they're gluten intolerant. I just feel like this message is heavily weighted towards patting Tim on the back while pulling the fingers at me with his other hand. Well, luckily, there's still a little bit more message to go. I know you, you nor my company can control it, but literally almost every ad I get while listening is for my work, which is both humorous and very annoying, stupid AI. Weird but relevant question. Has Emmanuel improved or worsened your sex lives? Of Tim's recent Sesame Street porn pictures, any indicator, things are truly looking grim. That, that was a guy bit. <laughs> and I hope that that was intentional. In fact, I hope it was accidental because that makes it all the funnier. Also, when is season two of And Just Like That coming out? Have you been inspired to do a porn one? Season one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Look forward to hearing this transmission on the Friend Zone in the year 2027. Say my name or not. I'll let Guy decide. Well, cheers, Logan. We've just said it, Logan. And I know that I um, railed against you, but it was actually pretty positive correspondence. Um, what was the question before talking about sex and lives? Just like that? Our impact on the oh. porn watching on our sex lives. Um, speaking honestly, almost none. I feel like I've siloed it off as a 
a business sort of guys referring to his sex life just so everyone's aware yeah um that now sadly for me exists as a purely sort of uh transactional experience with a construct of commerce yeah no i think watching the pornos i guess i don't know if it's because we're esoteric or because the pornos were what they were, or because it was, you know, there's literally a Pavlovian response to working with um, Tim. But I'm glad to say that uh, the experience of watching almost 50 Emmanuels didn't really touch my life in the bedroom. I'm with you on that. And um, maybe, I, I think it would still be the case, but there was something about doing a season in a different format where we didn't have to watch the exact same movie over and over again, that it was less impactful. And more, I would use a different word, actually, Guy, more forgiving. Hmm. Um, so we probably won't do that again because, as you know, I'm steadfastly against the concept of us doing things that are enjoyable for the podcast. Um, but thanks for checking in on my sex life. It was unimpacted by the Emmanuel series. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wait, here we go. You ready? Bro, let me put my fucking catching mitts on so I can get ready to handle this final message delivered by you to me, your friend Tim, on the friend zone. All right. Hey, boys. This is from a friend of the podcast, Jared Driscoll. I didn't check if we're allowed to say their name. Hey boys, congrats on finishing another season. I had a bit of a rough time listening to the past couple of episodes because my wife and I recently became... Remarried? Foster parents to a three-year-old and seven-month-old little boys. Whoa! If I had a hard time listening to you boys talking about softcore porn with an infant in the house, I can only imagine what Tim has gone through with a baby of his own in his home. <laughs> That's an achievement that Tim should be proud. Yes. 
proud of, according to Jared. Yeah. He's, you know, probably doesn't really know about these things. Keep up the good work, and I look forward to your future endeavors, Jared. P.S. Is it wrong for me to still hold out on hope for new episodes of The Walkout Boys? Oh, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, Nick Sampson lives in London not and has mo- done it for not, some time. Not morally, but... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of your hopes and dreams, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for the message, Jared, and congratulations to you and your wife on the growing brood. JD, you, what a heroic act, man. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to be wonderful parents. And honestly, being a wonderful parent, a lot of that is about open boundaries and honesty. You want to remove all the walls. You want to have really loose, dangerously, perilously, sort of emotionally, damagingly loose boundaries. Okay. And part of instigating that is... um. It's listening to those podcasts out in the open. Far out, man. I think it's probably sitting the whole family down around the transistor <laughs> and um, beaming worst idea into their ears. Yeah. I, I, Tim's like, inclined I to wanna, agree. I want to agree well, with Guy. That's all. <laughs> I want to stay with him on this journey, but just the, the um, qualifier there or additional information that they are foster children really adds a dimension to Guy's um, – recommendation that I can't sort of get in behind and co-endorse. Sounds like a sign-off to me. Uh, I will say this. Guy rocks, Jared rocks, and you rock for listening to this. And um, I want to tell you something. Guy put a comedy special on Bandcamp and you should get Mm. it. It's only $5. It's fucking funny. Please. I I, look... (laughs) I was I was all geared up to sort of come at Tim for the end of the show, but he's he raises a good point. I feel like we're dancing around each other. It's good, eh? We're had... like two roosters with knives tied to our talons in a cockfight. Sounds horrible. That is what happens in a cockfight, isn't it? It's two roosters kill each other. I think so. They usually have knives, yeah. but um, yeah. No, look, it's been nice. It's been good. Um, We've got a lot of fun hashtag content coming for you soon. In particular, I mean, it may be out at the time of this. I don't I don't quite. When is American Thanksgiving? Oh, it's tomorrow. It's two days from now. Mate, guess in fucking what? Our immortal podcast that we conduct annually yeah. with the McElroy brothers till death do us blight, where we watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 every year together and discuss... New episode out, out now. imminently. And I've got to say, you know, it's um I don't think the the, the podcast itself is hit and miss, but obviously your my experience or your experience, the individual experience of taking part in recording it is uh, unique to every host. But I thought we put together a real doozy this year. Oh, this is probably yeah, it's one of my favorite ones. I can't remember the real way back because this is what, number seven? Yeah. I think? Yeah, this is a great It's a, a great big number. Hang. And I've got an exciting new um, host lined up to replace me if... So do I. If necessary. No one knows who mine is, but... I oh, mean, actually, you will. If you're a podcast listen to this podcast, then you yeah. will. So and there's a tease for you. I think you'd know mine as well. Anyhow, something to look forward to. Happy Thanksgiving. Celebrate it however you see fit. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to hang up these microphones and then I'm going to say to Tim, what are you doing now? And he'll probably say, I should probably get back to looking after Remy. And I'll say, yeah, I should probably go home and we'll probably stop hanging out.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.